0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.
1: City Marathon could look very different next year if calls for a new route are heeded. Marathon officials have allegedly been told by Dublin City Council to find a new route next year over traffic disruption and inconvenience to commuters and an awful lot of them at that. Should the Dublin Marathon route be changed or for the sake of one day should we embrace it a little more? Now I'm joined by independent councillor Manix Flynn. He's on the line now, Uh, Manix. Good afternoon. Should the marathon route be changed?
2: Hi, Mairead. Welcome to the programme. Good to hear your voice. Oh, thank you very much.
1: Look, delighted to be here. Uh,
2: Great. Um, Look, this is a complete harebrained idea. It flies in the face, I mean, of you know the 15 minute city. It flies in the face of pedestrianisation and bringing more people into the city to walk and enjoy it. It is a sporting event. There's a dictate here from the NTA and Graham uh, that was given to Mr. Owen Keegan before he left office in Dublin City Council. And therefore, it's null and void. It was never brought before the elected representatives of Dublin City Council, the traffic and transport people, or indeed the sports SPC. And as I say, it's another attack on the city. You know, and what really is kind of like rather peculiar and hypocritical, this is supposed to be about getting people back into cars and to facilitate transportation around the city in the guise of bus connects, which will end up being a privatised public transport mode. So really it is particularly appalling. I would certainly have a lot more faith in Richard Shakespeare, who is the interim CEO, to reverse this situation. And I think it's important to remind the listeners that the NTA is not an elected body and it's simply running amok in the city by changing traffic lights, making it impossible to get around the place on foot, Never mind by car. And here's an event that brings in thousands of people. Mm. It's internationally recognised. It's a fantastic event, as we just saw the weekend just gone. And what you want to do is reroute it. Would you reroute the St. Patrick's Day Parade like you did the last time? Which again was a harebrained idea. Or indeed, would you reroute the commemorations of 1916 that take place on our streets every year? But indeed, I mean, again, talking about traffic, Anybody can go out there and create a protest and traffic can get snarled up left, right and centre. Well, you, you mentioned, Mannix, trafficking...
1: it's a sporting event and it is. And we have many sporting events in Dublin City over the entire year from around the Aviva and Croke Park. Uh, so is this this isn't from any residents. This is just, you're saying, a transport issue.
2: This is, this is the NTA and Dublin City Council. They wouldn't dream of attacking, say, for instance, the GAA and clo Park around the matches or any of the kind of well-looked-after and well-represented sporting events. This is simply an attack on their citizenry who just simply want to be able to run, enjoy themselves, run around their city. What a great way to see it. And, of course, the citizens of the city really, really like this. So the mm. idea that this can be just willy-nilly rerouted before it comes towards the local representatives, is simply appalling. But even at the moment, if you go around this city at the moment, the way it's managed traffic-wise, it's simply atrocious. I mean, from a Dublin City Council point of view, and also from an MTA point of view, I mean, you saw recently Mr. Northern Ring City Councillor, you know, saying like, you know, the shops are going to be closing you know, on the Clontarf Road. This is happening all over the city. Indeed, Nassau Street, most of the shops are closing. So, look, we all want people to be able to walk and enjoy themselves and cycle or whatever. But there's also people who want to be able to get around and when we do get a proper public transport system. But in the meantime, events like the marathon, which brings in thousands of people. Yeah, six, 16,000
1: 16, yeah. ran yeah. the most recent one, but yeah. it could hold up to 22,000. And um, <laughs> it's said that the marathon is worth over 25 million to Dublin City and it raises 9 million ah. euro for charity.
2: easy, of course it does, but also the citizens that come out and enjoy the event, children who are encouraged to use sports mom this is her brain but again as i say and i said at the beginning of the program the npa is a non-elected organization mr own keegan has retired he's gone out he didn't get the extra year and as i say i've every faith in mr richard shakespeare who's now in the role as interim ceo and hopefully he will get the job to be able to reverse this situation or at least put it up for a proper debate i think it's simply outrageous in this day and age when we want people to be healthy when we want them to enjoy sports when there's huge promotion within the sports that really, really, you Know, Mr. Keegan would facilitate the NTA. Yeah, but, I mean, where, where, would it, where do they
1: want it to go? I mean, it's the Dublin I mean, City Marathon, so it should be in the city and not pushed out of the city.
2: But, but they don't even have a plan. They haven't even put forward a plan as to where it would go and how they would facilitate this, etc. This is just a situation, again, of demonising a situation and saying to us that transport is impacted, yet yeah, we have seen no reports as to how transport, transport is negatively impacted. If you said the same around the protests, And indeed, there'd be many protests, hopefully, in relation to the Palestine issue and the horrendous situation that's going on in Gaza. Would you then turn around and say, oh, we have to ban protests in order to facilitate, you know, transport within the city? It'd be an outrageous situation. It would be. Here we have a civil civil and a cultural matter, which is recognised throughout the country, the Dublin Marathon, and throughout international sport facilities and indeed other marathons. And here you have a situation, willy-nilly, where, you know, the NTA am Mr Owen Keegan okay. want to rearrange this route outrageous
1: okay Mannix um, um, stay on the line because I have Senator Marie Sherlock she's with me as well um, good afternoon Senator do you think that we the city of Dublin do we embrace the marathon enough
3: well, good afternoon, Mairead, and good afternoon to Manix as well, and to all your listeners. Look, I, I think there is a, a a real question about the attitude towards the Dublin City Marathon. As somebody who's run in the marathon now a number of years ago, albeit now, like there is there is an incredible atmosphere around the city on Marathon Day, and and actually I'm always surprised about how little. Um, you, you, uh, well, I, su- I suppose how nimble the operation is outside of Marion Square with regards to road closures. Um, so in terms of the, 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 the marathon is a fantastic occasion, um, but but the city does not have to come to a halt for, 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 for more than the few hours that the streets it's going through on Marathon Day. But I think there's a real issue here about how we can do a lot more in the city to embrace it as a fantastic city event. And I was really struck um, having attended other marathons in other other cities, um, and, uh, and and you know, Reardon's article in the Irish Times on, on Saturday, very much highlighting that you know we we, we kind of. Um, Almost begrudgingly accept the marathon as opposed to even look at how we actually facilitate yeah, transport. Do, so do no dubs, thing, do do see it to, as a
1: nuisance uh, instead of celebrating it?
3: Well, 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 well I, I I think there needs to be a very real encouragement to to see it as a fantastic city event. Like, is in what better way to use the streets than to have people running on the streets? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it brings in business into the in, 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 into the city, but also as well, I suppose that it's a major city event on on on, on a bank holiday. You know weekend at the end of October when, you know, to be frank, there isn't a huge amount else going on on the Sunday other than, than the number of Halloween events. Yeah. So I think the thing is we need much greater coordination with regards to what happens on the Sunday because again, like you said, we know that there was, there was engineering works on the DART on the Sunday. So again, how do we get people in and out of the city? I don't think there was the joined up thinking, thinking at with all yes, with yes. regards to Um, uh, you know the hosting of the marathon and I think rather than having like you know I, I was quite appalled to see this very negative conversation taking place as being reported yesterday in the newspaper in the independent yesterday taking place between the NTA Dublin City Council and the marathon organisers about trying to get the marathon out of the city I think we need a complete change in attitude which is actually how do we Ensure that the city promotes and embraces the marathon and sees it for what it is—that it's a fantastic city event mm. and and could be much bigger um, in future years. Like, as in compare, you know, as you said to yourself in terms of the numbers, like the numbers are just short of twenty thousand. Yeah, and and they could be and they could be even bigger again, you yeah. know. But well, as you said, it's, we, but we, it's a it, mindset.
1: It could have had twenty two thousand, uh, but sixteen thousand yeah. ran on the day. I actually applied in the lottery myself this time last year to run in the Dublin City Marathon and um, I wasn't lucky enough to be pulled out of the lottery in two rounds. So I I could have been there myself but unfortunately I wasn't. Uh, there's a text in here to 087-1400-106 it says I've ran the marathon loads of times and I actually think it would be good to take it out of the city centre. It's so hard to get into the start line. It's a nightmare for traffic. It'd make more sense to have it further out but then you would I, I suppose if, that texture we would have to lose the word city in Dublin City Marathon. It would just be the Dublin Dublin Marathon. Um, Owen is on the line as well. Good afternoon, Owen. How you doing? Um, Owen, you think the marathon should move out of Dublin City Centre?
4: Well, I've been living in the area for over 30 years and the level of draconian restrictions on both pedestrians and car drivers who live in the area and also who want to move through the city on bank holiday weekends from holidays uh, down the country mm-hmm. uh, is, is mind-blowing. Effectively, for, there's a 12-hour lockdown. It's like having uh, restrictions like as were applicable when the Queen okay. arrived here.
1: So you live, you, you live along the route, own, and you're saying, OK, the, the barriers are up and you're not allowed down one road and up a different road in your area.
4: Yeah, and also there's the, uh, it's the same with Lansdowne Road, which is Mm -hmm. nearby. Yes. Uh, They used to have a restriction for local residents with cars that they were prevented from going in the area about two and a half hours before events at Lansdowne Road. That's now been increased to five hours.
1: Okay, so for any of the big games on in the Aviva, it's increased to five hours before kickoff.
4: Yeah. And also after kickoff, it's about three hours after kickoff. It isn't just matches, it's concerts. Like, I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, I normally agree with Mannix on everything he mm. says and does, but I'm surprised he's actually uh, appears to be favoring a big business. Like, when people are saying it brings in millions into the economy, it's not millions into my pocket. Mm. It's millions into businesses who don't live in the area.
1: Which I suppose though the, the city does need also. But I would have imagined when I saw this story that the Dublin City Marathon is less disruptive as opposed to the matches you've mentioned in the Aviva or residents around Croke Park or maybe well, people sorry. around Three Arena.
4: I haven't seen those reports. What was said so in those reports to assuage your your, your, your No, I'm saying the Dublin the City
1: Marathon happens just once a year. That's what so I, I might have.
4: There's actually two marathons. There's the the mini-marathon.
1: Aha, the mini-marathon is on the same route. Okay, see, I've never ran the Dublin City Marathon, so I'm not uh, completely familiar with its route. I know where it starts, I know where it ends, but between the 26.2 miles after that, I'm not 100% sure. So the Dublin, the mini-marathon also, so you've two a year that you're effectively locked down.
4: Yeah, so, I mean, the the idea of, of... People essentially who don't live in the area mm. want to come into this area to run in this area and impose their 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 needs to whatever it is they're getting from running in marathons and, and 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 to and to have have residents in the area lives considerably impacted.
1: And where would you um, ideally like to see it moved to? Where would be a, a, an area that you think would work for, for, for all involved?
4: Well, I haven't, I haven't examined the alternative routes, but it would appear to me as if in and around the Phoenix Park would be an ideal
0: route.
1: Mm-hmm. OK. Um, uh, Nigel is, is also on the line. Good afternoon, Nigel.
0: Hi, Marie, How are you?
1: Um, what are your thoughts on this?
0: Again, I wasn't quite sure what I was stepping into when, when I took the call. I suppose for me, um, uh, you go to a city to run around the city. Again, I, I put in my text, the Belfast, we used to have one back in the day that you mm-hmm. ran around the entire city. And then they moved it to being more of a, still in the city, but sort of out of the city to be a faster route and it's a bit of a soul-destroying thing. And there's nothing nice to being, see along
1: the way. There's nothing
0: nice to see. Okay. You're, sort of, you're running past sewage works and whatever, which is fine, but it's not exactly why you go. And then you're saying, well, actually moving back now to being, it's for, it's, it is for people coming into the city, yeah. It's the, it's the capital of Northern Ireland. Dublin's the capital of the island. Yes, people from outside of Dublin want to come. They do want to run around you know a field like the phoenix park a lovely lovely place fantastic but to run around that you can do that yourself why would you bother mm-hmm. so for me if you're going to have a dublin city marathon it's kind of, it's in the name, isn't it? It's the Dublin, it's in the city, you run around looking at the city. Yeah. And, and if you're not going to do that there, why would you bother with it?
1: So. so I was chatting to a friend of mine this morning who has run the marathon in Paris and, and yep. she did it a couple of years ago and said it started very close to the Arc de Triomphe and it finished yep. right at the Arc de Triomphe and it ran all around some beautiful places and included some underground tunnels. But it was, you got the essence of the the city of yep. Paris while running around it and said it was it was huge. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah. In 2016, my wife did the New York Marathon and did it with her sister and just ran round and wasn't going for a time. I'm just, you know, the family was there. It was fantastic. I mean, I think one of the points was with the Senator mentioned, it's the embracing it. The New York one's incredible. You know, you run through all these areas Mm -hmm. and it's a real thing for the local people. Bands play. It was just, I mean, as a spectator, it was an incredible thing to be part of. You know, the London Marathon as well. It's an incredible thing. Locals come out, participate. Even in Belfast, you know, locals come out. That's one of the reasons going back to the city That, actually you engage with the city, you engage with residents that come out. Again, even people say, I only talk to my... It's not about the marathon people <laughs> running past. I like yeah, talk yeah, to yeah. my neighbours. Yeah, you know, you're having a party with your neighbours, having a chat. Having a cup of tea. Just, yeah, there's just, a, a, the it's just your your a, lovely, a
1: lovely buzz about it. Well, uh, look, thanks. Uh, thank you for that, um, Nigel. I also want to say thank you to Councillor Mannix Flynn, Senator Marie Sherlock, and to Owen as well, who I was chatting to. And um, be interesting to see where all of this goes.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.